0: I'm a dude. He's a dude. We're three dudes saying stuff. And welcome to Dudes Saying Stuff. We are at the Week Six Recap, week, week Seven Previews. We're almost halfway there, at least the regular season, that is. And man, we ha- we've had some wild weeks. This this was a very very interesting week. of together. A of lot, not, not a lot of high scoring. um, So yeah, and, and some surprise picks. So we do not have a listener question because uh, apparently y'all don't want to comment. That's fine. I see how it is. You're the strong, silent type. Um, But what we do have, we do have a college football recap. Jordan, kick it off.
1: Oh, yeah. I know the listeners are excited <laughs> about this one. College football recap is back. Uh, this was by far the most incredible college football weekend we've had in a long time. I would probably say since 2019 when LSU beat Bama, that weekend was probably my favorite ever. This one was up there with it. Uh, we had three top 10 teams go down. All of them are undefeated at the time, including the Alabama Crimson Tide. Fuck you guys. You stupid gumps. You lost. Hopefully you won't make the playoffs <laughs> this year. You guys tumble in Knoxville. What a game that was. Um, the, the scene after when they took goal the goalpost out of the stadium and threw in the Tennessee River, absolutely insane. Tennessee fans have no idea how to handle winning, but they did. <laughs> Congratulations. Um, and now to the game everyone wants to hear about, LSU improves to 5-0 and after coming off a bye week last <laughs> week. Uh, we beat Florida 45-35 behind the arms and legs of Jaden Daniels. Six touchdowns, guys. Six tutties. Uh, we have Ole Miss this week at home, and I am right now – going on air calling the upset I have vibes of 2014 uh when we played Ole Miss they came into Tiger Stadium at number three nobody gave us a chance uh we had that incredible drive where Lenny had his face mask literally ripped off his face and where they went and they ran uh 12 runs in a row then they went it with a touchdown pass at the end oh I'm predicting the upset just like 2014 go Tigers I know I went long sorry Mike
0: no, good, all good, man. Um, no, we we want LSU, we want an LSU's Daniels versus Florida
1: type game every time. Every I don't know.
0: I don't know what week. the hell he's been doing the last fucking four
1: weeks. It was a, um, our, I think it was our best game of the season,
0: offensively,
1: without a mm-hmm. doubt. Offensively, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right.
0: So next we have we have a commissioner's corner, and <laughs> oh. the person that's being put in the corner this week is none other than yours truly, Mike, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> so, dude, yes, I'm going to refer to myself in the third person. Um, you you do this show to kind of help people, and you're supposed to kind of be the one that knows the facts. Well, you completely missed that Lattimore was injured last week. Um, so you talked about how Chase was going to go against him. Um, you also called uh, Mar- a Marshawn Lattimore, Marcus Lattimore, which is the old running back. <laughs> um, so, dude, get your shit together. If people are gonna respect you, you got you got to be. Uh, I don't want to hear about your you know baby keeping you up crap. Get over it. Put on your big boy <laughs> pants, fucking an adult, and do things right. All right, he'll do better oh, from man. now on. Um, <laughs>
2: oh man, so- that was the best one yet.
0: So we do have we do that was, all, have, that was
1: awesome. Thank you, Mike.
0: No problem. Uh, it's this show is about accountability. All right, it's all about accountability, um, and we do have another grade the trade. Um, it was between KB and your and myself, Mike. KB acquires Tyler Higby and Romeo Dobbs, while Mike acquires Terry McLaurin. Dom, you want to grade the trade?
2: Um, yeah, so looking at the trade, uh, KB's second trade of the year. Mike, your second or third?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Second as well? Second. second. Uh, both returning traders here. Uh, I think KB uh, may have got the better side of this trade. I just think Tyler Higby, um, in the tight end landscape, you never know what you're going to get, like a box of chocolate. Uh, Tyler Higby, you know you're going to get double-digit targets almost every week because Matthew Stafford can't stay upright in the pocket for long. So if Cooper Cup isn't available in his first read. He's about to fall on his ass. He's going to Higby. And I just think that volume, uh, that kind of consistent, consistent position is a great addition for Kurt. And he also gets Romeo Dobbs, which hasn't produced much yet, uh, but with a lot of potential and talk around him getting some more volume. But who knows what's going on in Green Bay and their play calling. Uh, to be determined if he gets any value out of that part of the trade. And on the other side, Mike grabs uh, Terry McLaurin, who Washington, I know I had said at the beginning of the year that they were going to be a uh, potential upset uh, coming out of their division. Well, the only thing they are doing is sucking it up and ensuring that they're going to be in last place in that division so far. Uh, however, I think Terry McLaurin actually will get a QB upgrade going <laughs> yeah. to Taylor Ty- yeah. Heineke. <laughs> Uh, now that Wince is hurt with his broken finger, so I think Mike uh, may have some good value there if he needs another uh, wide receiver slot in uh, with McLaurin. Uh But overall, this is a better trade than I say Mike's first trade that he had. I thought was useless, and he ended up dropping Jerry Judy. Is that correct?
0: Yeah, but it's it was for good reason.
2: Yeah. So I think since this t- this uh, trade looks like these people. Uh, are going to stay on these managers teams. Um, B minus. Yeah.
0: So you can, you can retro uh, grade me as an F for the last trade, but let me give you some <laughs> of the reasons why, why I did this. So if you know, if you know, you'll see in the preview this week, I'm in bi-week hell. Um, I needed to find another roster spot. So I was trying to get a two for one. I do have two tight ends and that is Najoku and Higby. So Higby was target leader. Well, guess who's now the yardage leader? Najoku. So um, I figured I could make that move. I needed the roster spot. And I wanted someone with somewhat of a safe floor. And if you look back at McLaurin before last week, he had about, he had 10 points. He was like 10 points almost every week besides one. And I was like, you know what? That's better than the fucking boom bust I've been getting from like Brandon Cooks and my other flex spots. So I was looking for a safe floor. You know, and uh, I think I think we we both helped each other out because I I would, I would have to make some some adjustments uh, as well to 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 do those uh, type of deals. But let's get into the week six uh, recap. Um, I will start off. I'm gonna start off with Jordan versus Evan. Let's just rip that band aid off right now.
1: Oh, so
0: the O the previously O and five trunk boys goes behind the arms and legs of scrambling Joe Burrow, um, who put a knife in all of uh, Louisiana natives' hearts, going against the Saints with uh, nearly 40 points. And then on top of that, he then had Michael Pittman, uh, who returned to form, <laughs> Debo Samuel, uh, who gave him you know his safe 10 to 12 points, um, which ultimately gave him a good floor to build off of. On the other side, though, Uh, talking about shitting the bed. Uh, Yes, Eckler did well, but your quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, against the fucking Jets, and yes, the Jets are better. um, This year on defense. No no excuse. Still no excuse. You're Aaron fucking Rodgers. No excuse. Uh, Glenn Davis, basically, lucky to get that long bomb touchdown. Another boom week for him, but not even close. 72.08 points. Lowest score of the week, and you give little Richard... His first victory of the year. My highest
1: high to my lowest low back to back (laughs) weeks.
0: Yes. So uh, (laughs) Jordan falls to two and four while trunk boys goes to one and five.
1: Yes. Very unfortunate. However, luckily there's plenty of losers like me down at the bottom. So still in the playoff hunt. Um, That said, speaking of losers, I got Dom and Zach here. Um, Dom, why don't you go ahead and tell us what you won? Didn't you? There's a lot of shit talking going on here before the game. I, I know we were all called bye weeks. Uh, right out of yeah. the gate, he loses the first dude. What exactly did he lose in his bet?
2: Um, I think he owes me a gift of fifteen dollars value that he's going to send me along with a picture of that uh, fuzzy chest of his.
1: Uh, is he going to sign the picture?
2: Um, that was not specified, but. If Zach, if you're listening to this uh, while you're over in Paris, uh, yeah, go ahead and sign that bad boy. I'm going to frame
1: it. All right, there we go. So as everybody knows, Zach's talking a lot of shit leading up to this game, and he took a big, fat L. Congrats, Dom, for, to uh, uh, representing the dudes in a winning fashion behind the uh, the arm of Josh Allen, as per usual. This guy's won you every game so far. Um, outside of that, there's not much report on Zach's side. He, outside, I will say – I think Justin Herbert was the first quarterback in NFL history to throw the ball 50 more than 50 times and not get a single touchdown 57 passing attempts and not a single touchdown. Just absolutely sums up last night's Monday night snoozer. Um, and we even got to go to overtime with that game. So anyway, I'll digress. Dom, you're up. Wait, I Congratulations, to win.
0: I do want to point out though, the, the NFL is rigged. that uh, proves it. Uh, I don't know if y'all saw the big story. But Justin Herbert was what twenty six to twenty seven games straight up throwing at least a touchdown, um, and somehow DraftKings ends up changing their their uh, their odds to you know plus one hundred or, or whatever to, for him not to score it um, in the middle in the middle right before the game. Oh,
1: there no doubt rig Roger Goodell's a piece of shit. And
0: and and here you go, and he does not score a fucking mm-hmm. touchdown. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, so yeah, go ahead, Dom. Um, go go with the next uh, preview. Oh wait, another point. Zach again. <laughs> Zach again does not crack a hundred points. Just one. Point oh, that oh.
2: Yeah. he is sliding down quick. Not looking good. But hey, the man's married. He had a great wedding. Josh, shout out again for having an awesome party and celebration of you and Grace's love. Uh, had a great time. And I sat Jonathan Taylor for you. And <laughs> I had. Uh, Next to nothing coming from uh, Jeff Wilson with a point five on the week, and that's the best I can do as a wedding gift. Uh, but you know, you got you got to do something more than ninety-one uh, if you want to win in this league. hmm
0: mm-hmm.
2: Love you, buddy. All right, next matchup: Mikey B's Buff Lesbos taking on Chris Myers Buckholes. This is always gonna be a good matchup. Uh, two consistent contenders. In this matchup here, uh, Jalen Hurts doing a little less than usual, but enough to help uh, advance Mikey's team to this victory. But uh, Stefan Diggs has another monster game, going for 27. That's his second highest on the year uh, in that game against uh, Kansas City. While there wasn't a lot of fireworks, it was more like pew 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 pew. <laughs> Some of those duds that got a little wet before you lit them up. You know what I'm talking about?
1: It still ended up being
2: a good competitive game, better than any Denver game I've seen so far this year. Um, Put up a really good fantasy week uh, for the Buff Lesbos. And on the other side, uh, Tom Terrific was not too terrific for the fuckholes. And Nicholas Chubb was completely flaccid uh, this week, putting up (laughs) 7.5. Uh, he did have a big performance from Jamar Chase at 30 against the New Orleans Saints. As I've mentioned before, they're known to give up these big games to the wide receivers. And, of course, Jamar did what Jamar does and uh, just made Tyra Matthew look like a fool. I don't know what kind of attempt at a tackle that was, but Jamar Chase made him look like a peewee football team trying to tackle a grown man and took it to the house to beat the Saints. Ugh, sorry, got a soapbox there. Anyway, Fuckholes couldn't do enough, and they fall to two and four, and the Buffalo's four and two.
0: All right. So next we have the big shocker, Jason versus Ollie. Huge. So oh, no one no one saw this coming. I mean, at this point, I don't even know if uh if uh Mr. Mr. Jason even had a quarterback at that time. But you no, know, Ollie was set up nicely with Stevenson, who predicted had a great game. McCaffrey, good game as usual, and another 20 points from Fournette. Um, so, I mean, just from, uh, from his running back side, Ollie did great, like 60 points just right there. Like, that, mm. that's ridiculous. You know, typically, you win with that. Um, but Kyler, again, kind of not doing too, too well. Um, he started off the, the week shitty with Curtis Samuel doing next to nothing. Um, and then here comes Jason um, with a late, I'm going to talk about him a little bit later. Uh, a late, late pickup, Mr. Dion Jackson with a giant 23.1, which I think was net near the top of the, uh, near the top of the uh, running back rankings this week. Uh, yeah. Very scoring. low scoring week. So yeah. yeah.
2: Match, match Stevenson. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: man. Tyree kill. Went off as well. Mark Andrews did what he did, and then in the in the in the roll of the dice between, hey, fuck it, I'm gonna do two Kansas City fucking wide <laughs> receivers. Um, one does Zach uh, uh, nothing, <laughs> fucking zero, MVS, while the other guy ends up going for 20.8. Like what a roll of the dice, and he ends up ends up working out for him. Um, he is one of the luckiest fuckers. Like with a zero, he got the highest score of the week. Um, yeah. And with that, Jason takes down the giant that is Ollie, and and puts him now at five and one, while Jason moves to I believe three and three.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, it, it was a big upset, and I will say, if Ollie plays anybody else in the league, uh, I know, you know he would have no, lost to you, Mike. He would have lost to yeah. you. So he's third highest scoring team, but he did run into Jason, who was the highest scoring team of the week. Uh, so, congrats to you, Jason. Fuck you. <laughs> um, so, I will be highlighting my, I, the last game of the week, Kurt versus Desiree. I mean, J-O. Sorry. Um, so, no, you got it right the first time. Yeah, Kurt versus, Kurt versus Desiree. Kurt, uh, another rough week for the team Bojangles. He falls to two and four. Just did not have any gas in the tank this week. Lamar was the highest score, but that's the only thing I, I can highlight there. Um, And then Desiree, I mean, J.O. moves to five and one. The surprise of the year uh, is Daddy Pinocchio. And I and I will say I believe I'm the only one to put him at number one in the power rankings this week. So a little preview of the power rankings there. I think J.O.'s team is very good. Uh, He's a very, very deep team. He gets Chris Olave back this week. Uh, And again, another solid performance. He moves to five and one. Congrats, Desiree. I mean, J.O. I mean, Desiree. I, I, I will say
0: with Lamar Jackson being your top score at 18 points, you know, you did not have a good
1: fucking, week. it was a rough, rough week for Kurt. Uh, and we'll and more on that later, more on that later. <laughs> so
0: now let's do some highlights. Mike's manliest performance. I alluded to it earlier. Dion Jackson. It was kind of a surprise that JT was going to be out. No one saw it coming. Everyone saw he was trending to play. And here, here you are, third string running back. And the dude goes fucking bananas and ended up even didn't even finish the game and still was the highest scoring uh, running back on the week, you know, tied with Stevenson. He had, I believe, 10 receptions. Like he didn't do too much on the ground at like 42, 42 yards or so, but I think he had a touchdown and then 10 fucking receptions. Like that is insane that's christian mccaffrey type numbers and to be a third string running back in a late round, ra- a late pickup that basically i think basically won jason the fucking game mm-hmm. if he doesn't do that i don't think he wins I, didn- I didn't do the math but i'm pretty sure that's the case mm-hmm. but so jason looking out you know the dude you know he, he doesn't seem like he gives a shit but he knows I, I think he's using some type of fucking algorithm because he always finds these gems <laughs> uh, I, I, I I grabbed Dion from an, in another league which won me that league and so I, I had my eye on him but he's a one week rental you would think possibly he might he better be
2: fucking Jonathan Taylor's playing this week
0: yeah but I don't know if he surpasses uh naim So, but yeah, I would hope, I would think that Taylor plays. I mean, he was so close to playing last time, but yeah, Deion Jackson, Mike's manliest performance. Good
1: pick, Mike. Thanks.
2: And I'm gonna go with the doofus of the week and none other than our fellow dude, Jordan. Uh Bro, your team, you gotta do something here, bro. Aaron Rodgers is currently the QB 17. On the year. And I don't know if you knew this, but we have 10 teams in our league. And don't worry, don't on, worry. your QB is number 17. It's uh, it's not going to work out. I know uh, Jarrett Goff's coming off a bye, so maybe you throw him he, back in your You dropped honor.
1: him. I dropped that fucking bum.
2: You dropped him. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's, it goes beyond that. Just hard to find consistency with your team so far this year. I had another good performance from Eckler. Dave Davis, uh, he doesn't take a lot of volume to produce uh, a good fantasy week, but uh, Taysom Hill mm, came back down to earth this week with Mm -hmm. 4.5. And Jaguars, who would play the Jaguars against Indianapolis? I mean, they did score uh, 21 fantasy points against them uh, last time, but negative two this week.
1: Ugh. Dude, they have horse face. I mean, the dude's throwing like 19 picks and gets sacked 15 times a game. It was literally, I mean, it made sense on paper. Dude, fuck Jacksonville. Never again.
2: It it, it did make sense on paper. Uh, But, yeah, it was just another rough week. Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, I think the biggest, the doofus part is uh, keeping those fucking, that fucking bum Aaron Rodgers on your fucking team. Oh, yeah. Oh, (laughs) don't worry. And then not only keeping him, but also, like, saying, hey, anybody wants to trade for Rodgers? No one wants to fucking trade for Aaron Rodgers. Like, stop. Just stop.
1: We don't want him. Um,
0: Russell Wilson's available. Yeah, dude. I'm pretty
1: sure he outscored him. Um, Oh, my God. I can't. I don't know. Mike, you want Aaron Rodgers trade? Fuck no. Okay, well. Oh, uh, yeah. You're going to have to I pay just, somebody yeah. to take him. Yeah. I know. Don't worry. changes are coming. We'll see what waivers do tonight. But I'm off work tomorrow, so I have all day to look at my team. There's been a lot of thought <laughs> going into it. So, Why are off anyway, Anyway, <laughs> my jerk-off worthy player of the week for me uh, is none other than our Lord and Savior, Joe Burrow. Unfortunately, I had to play him this week. But Joey B, uh, you know, coming off his best game of the season by far. Four total touchdowns, three through the air, one on the ground, his second rushing touchdown in back, you know, in back to back weeks. Uh, no turnovers. He completed almost 76% of his passes. I mean, the guy was just, of course, when he plays me, he goes off. The dude owns the dome. Him and Jamar are both just absolute monsters when they come to New Orleans and play. Um what else, I mean, what else can I say? That's what even when I'm playing against Joe, I'm still jerking it to him. So Joey B, we know you're listening. Uh your dildo's coming in the mail. Oh, nice!
2: I'm keep it classy. Yeah, wait. keep it classy, yeah, definitely. Boys.
1: So
0: we're gonna get to our next is our week seven previews, and we're gonna get to them right after the break. Today we are here to remember the last of the once undefeated teams, Ollie. The last grain of sand of the hourglass of a perfect season has fallen. The season was still young, but his team had the potential. He still will end with a good season, but one thing we all know for sure, it won't be perfect. Don't worry Murray, week 1 to week 6, 2022. And welcome back. Um, we are on to our week seven previews. Now, I would like to call week seven um the what bye week from hell. Uh it's completely bullshit. Who planned this? Uh NFL? You have the Eagles, the Bills, the Rams, eh, but that still has Cooper Cup. Um, and who else? There's someone there's another team that's like on fucking by that's like a heavy hitter, the Vikings. I think three three of the top five scorers in fantasy are on bye. Um, it's fucking ridiculous.
1: I know. And uh, the first game we're covering is really... I, I know <laughs> how you feel. <laughs> I know
0: how I feel. So, yes, the first first one we're covering is Evan versus Mike. So, um, let's just look at Evan, uh, your eventual winner. Um, I, I'll just say that. But, so, Evan... God, I hope so. He gets me, he gets me at the perfect fucking time. Um, so, first, I'm highlighting, of course, the fucking Yeti. He's coming back from by fully fresh. Derrick <clears throat> Henry, and he's going against Indy at home where he averages over 100 yards and two touchdowns. I'm, I'm, he might average fucking 140 yards against them. Um, Derrick Henry, fully fresh. Uh, I expect him to fucking steamroll. And may beat me all by all by himself. <laughs> so Derek Henry, I expect big things from him. And so I know Evan is just looking at this with his, you know, he's just licking his chops. Next, we're gonna look at Debo Samuel. So Debo, he's had his, uh, I think, a boom week maybe once, thanks to like a huge fucking run. But most of far, he's been kind of a safe floor, about ten to twelve points a week. Um, now he gets Kansas City. Kansas City he they are pretty meh on the, on the pass coverage but you know they're going to score especially if San Francisco is still injured in their defense um, which means Kansas City is going to score which means San Francisco is going to gonna have to keep up that means a lot of Debo Samuel he is set up very nicely for this matchup and then then we're going to look at Chase Claypool. Yes, I'm going to talk about Chase fucking Claypool. He's done basically jack shit all fucking year. Um, and then last week, he gets, out of nowhere, seven for 96 and a tut, tutty, nearly 20 points with Mitch Trubisky coming in for a concussed Kenny Pickett. I think Mitch plays again. And it feel, it looks like Mitch really likes Chase. Um. There's a huge different difference of how Mitch targets Chase compared to Kenny, and now they get Miami, who, again, their fucking secondary is completely injured and, like, in the hospital somewhere. So you can expect a lot of... You can expect a good matchup with Chase and a very good possibility that he breaks one, two big plays, um, and he is going to end up putting some points up for Evan, which is, which is pretty rare from him right now. But... He's, he's set up pretty nicely this week. Go ahead, Dom.
2: <laughs> All right, Mikey B. <laughs> Don't do it. Do not follow in Jordan's footsteps. lose to this fucker.
0: Have All you right. seen my team? <laughs> Go ahead. Read the, fucking, read the fucking bye weeks for me.
2: Okay. A QB, Mike has empty. Who's projected zero on the week. <laughs> and we're hoping he's going to fill that spot before Sunday.
0: I will. Uh, <laughs> I will.
2: Yeah, he's he's losing his, his man, Jalen Hurd, newly acquired uh, toy, uh, Daryl Henderson, and Stephon Diggs, and Dalvin Cook. So if Evan's ever going to get on a winning streak, it may happen this week because Mikey B is going all reserves. Uh, but he does have Zeke, who's playing against Detroit, who's a very good matchup for the running back position. Uh, He also has Brian Robinson, who's taken over uh, the backfield in Washington with a new and improved quarterback, Taylor Heineke, playing against the Sucky Packers, uh, so he could have a good performance as well. Gets Brandon Cook back off a bye. Uh, He mentioned his new favorite tight end in Joku since he got rid of Higby. And uh, Mike Williams has been pretty consistent up until this past week when the elite Denver Bronco defense – uh, shut him down via PS2. Patrick Sertan, two. As you, if you did not know the reference, and he gets to play the new uh, Terry McLaurin again. His second of the Washington Commanders on his team. God, I, I keep. I need to stop talking. It's not getting any better. Uh, Jordan, Casey talking about you is ba- shaking
1: out. No, dude, dude. Did you just miss out on the two best <laughs> fucking ones? Patriots defense of Daniel Carlson, your kicker? Fucking yeah, dude. I, was about, <laughs> dude,
0: I forgot to do it. I was going to include Jason as our doofus of the fucking week. Dude, you know, he got Deion Jackson, got the fucking win. But at what fucking cost? Daniel Carlson. I've been talking about him all year. He was the number one kicker all throughout. And he has been playing like a fucking wide receiver, too. That's how he's scoring. And he drops him. <laughs> You could have dropped any other one of those fucking bombs. You could have fucking dropped Tua, you know. <laughs> you know? Tua's never playing again. And you dropped Daniel Carlson. Ah, now he's not the number one anymore due to the bye week. But dude, he's gonna take that right back. Um, but yeah, that's a that's probably the fucking spot. Bright. No, spot he's still position team.
2: one even after the
0: bye. Oh, so that means he's tied with Suck Up because Suck Up is also one.
1: Okay, mm-hmm. so. <laughs> uh, uh... X-Factor X, X Factor here <laughs> is the bye week. Damn, Mike. Way to get absolutely tooled by the bye week. I'm so sorry. You know, that also goes into just uh, man, drafting. And, and I guess when you were looking yeah. at your your board, when you're are, <clears> during the draft, you're like, fuck, week seven's going to be rough. Too bad you picked up E-Rich this week. Um, I just have nothing, really nothing else to say. Your best player's out. I, Jalen Hurts is one of your best producers of the season, and he's just he's on the bench, unfortunately. Stefan Diggs as well. Uh, I'm going to have to go <laughs> – Go ahead, go ahead, do it, dude. have to go with Erich. I really think Erich is going to win this one. Just too much firepower there with Joe Burrow go against the shitty Falcons at home and King Henry. All right, let's move on.
2: Mike, if you do want to have any chance of winning with this massive bye week, uh, taking out half your team, uh, it is good that you lined it up against Evan. So you still do have a chance, but chances still aren't great.
1: It hurts when you, when you pick a Richard, but I mean, he won the Nat. He won it last year he might go on a little winning streak here i don't know
0: well i mean put it this way i I don't think it's a bad draft strategy to try to maximize your entire the majority of the year and just say fuck it for one take one l take one
1: l maybe yeah so i get it i get it yeah so all right up
0: next we have we have chris versus jason
1: pivotal game pivotal Pivotal. game here for both teams
0: so, Jay, uh, I'm going to look after Chris right here. So, Chris coming off, you know, a loss he shouldn't have have had. I mean, he's he's got a great team, but he had two key players out, and he gets them back. Josh Jacobs and Devonte Adams; mm-hmm. those are huge pieces to get back. Mm-hmm. Um, with those two duos, I mean, he gets space. He gets a top ten wide receiver and a top five running back, and which is going to catapult them. I mean. Josh Jacobs is probably going to run all over the Houston. Uh, I mean, there's no fucking – there's no doubt about it. Um, the next one I want to talk about is Jalen Waddle, And the reason is, I don't know if he plays. I don't. I mean, he la- left last game at the end due to what looked like to be a collarbone injury. But he, right now he does an injury designation uh, that could be because it's early. But you want him in this game. I mean, Pittsburgh – had no has no fucking um, secondary. They're all injured. Um, their safeties, their top three corners, like they're all out. Uh, I don't know if they get them all back this week. Probably not. But it's a Sunday night game. Is he going to risk it? That's a huge question. Like, will is he going to? That's does a have, huge risk. He does have Jacoby Myers, so he does have a little bit of insurance policy right there. Um, so he could he's he's safe there, but. You want Jalen Waddle in this fucking game. I mean, especially if Pittsburgh's not there. And two is back, he gets an upgrade at quarterback. Um, and yes, I said an upgrade compared to fucking – what was his name? Shaq Tom? I don't know what his damn name was. I think it was Shaq Thompson. Um, but, yeah, uh, go ahead. Let's talk about the, the giant slayer. Jason on the other side.
2: Uh, He's suffering from the bipocalypse as well. Uh, Kirk Cousins, Devin Singletary, Justin Jefferson. All on by this week. Um, and he's got Deion Jackson in his lineup too, which he may need to replace, hoping that uh, Jonathan Taylor is back for my sake anyway.
0: He also left with a quad injury.
2: Yeah. But two, uh, Tyreek Hill does get Pittsburgh, who is the best matchup for any wide receiver. And he may have two back this week as well. So we'll see if they can return to form and help carry his team. And then let's see. He's got he still has lineup in from last week, so I'm not sure where which direction he's heading. Uh, maybe he wants to consider Ayuk, who scored twice last week, uh, who has a good matchup against Kansas City. Uh, but TBD. He's got uh, a good matchup for his defense as well. I'll mention who's playing Carolina, who while they don't have their Matt Rule as their coach. They're still trying to figure some things out. Rumors going around about possible, possibly trading Christian McCaffrey. Who knows? They're a mess. The dub. Buccaneers defense is good, so that could help them out as well this week.
1: All right. Man, this one, like like you alluded to, pivotal game for both teams. I went back and looked, and I'm, pretty, I'm like 95% sure that Chris Meyer has never lost three in a row. Um, and I think that continues. I think he breaks his losing streak this week. He just has too much firepower. He gets, like you said, Mike, Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams back. He has Nick Chubb. He has terrific Tom going against Carolina. Tom's being mad as hell after losing to the shitty Steelers. Uh, there's no way uh, Tom does not have a good game on Sunday. Jason, I mean, he loses the MVP Kirk Cousins. Um, he just, he's the best <laughs> quarterback ever. And and seriously though he is out he is out Justin Jefferson who's a wide receiver three that's a huge production that he a huge production number there that he loses <laughs> this week. Um, Chris Holt, fuck holes brings up the dub. Um, my X factor is the fact that Chris has never lost three in a row, and he's not going to after this week.
0: All right, good good history uh, lesson there, man. Mm-hmm. Doing your mm-hmm. research, I'm proud of you. He is he
1: is he is one of I mean he's, he's been consistently one of the best in the league. And I had to go back and see if he's ever been. I don't think ever been two and four,
0: ever. Yeah, probably. I don't think so. So next we have Dom versus Kurt. So, Dom, let's look up your matchup here. Okay. So you are without your top guy, uh, Josh Allen. The, you did not escape the bye weeks either. All um, right. But you did have a sneaky pickup with Dak Prescott, who is slated to return against the shitty Detroit Lion defense. Now I know they're saying he's pushing to play. I think he will play like, why, why wouldn't you, why, why wouldn't you just pick the one where you're not going to get touched by the defense? Um, so, so we have Dak who should come back, put up some decent points in a return show that Cooper rush isn't the better quarterback. Um, so, that was a good sneaky pickup, man. I, I was thinking to myself, but I didn't have the, the, the spots. But uh, g- good pickup. Um, next, we have Joe Mixon. So, Joe Mixon has not done too well in the yards per carry um, column. He gets Atlanta, who shut down San Francisco's running game. Now, was that just um, – was that just you – know, Game script. The- game script you know an illusion you know maybe it's just a shitty week uh but typically atlanta has been a defense you can you can exploit so joe mixon needs to do better than like 2.4 yards to carry um so i you really need him man you, you need you need that guy to step yeah. up uh and then i'm going to talk about your boy jt you traded for him it's a big one uh you need him like what, what? And he gets Tennessee. So Tennessee, you know, it's a it's a divisional matchup. Tennessee is decent against the run, but that's just because they're shitty on the pass. Um, but Deion Jackson got ten receptions. So if JT plays all three downs, you can get some some nice yardage totals right there. Um, so go ahead, go ahead and talk about your opponent. But man. I, for your sake you know you you did not escape the bye week hell uh but you do have some some great replacements and some and your calvary coming in
2: yep looking at the other side i recognize a few of these players here damian pierce Alvin Kamara. those are (laughs) those are good players i remember those guys unfortunately i have to play against them this week uh damian pierce has been solid currently the rb 16 on the year but Consistent week in, week out. I mean, the last three weeks, 17, 24, 19. And he's just a volume monster uh, towards the top of the league and broken tackles so far this year at the running back position. Uh, I hate to go against him. And Lamar Jackson, he's been on the three-game slide as of late, scoring in the teams, three straight games. But we know at any time he can boom for 40-plus uh, going against Cleveland who is an average matchup for the quarterback position. And then uh, looking at the rest of his lineup, Mike Evans, T. Higgins, his top two receivers, uh, good matchups this week against Carolina and Atlanta, respectively. Uh, we'll see how they do. Uh, I, I like his team, honestly, overall a little more than mine this week, uh, with the exception of maybe the flex positions. Jordan, how
0: you see this shaking out? Can, can I ask you a question, Dom? Though. All right. Do, do you plan on putting a kicker in?
2: Oh, oh, definitely, definitely going to do oh, a kicker.
0: Definitely. Okay, I, I didn't, I just didn't know. I didn't know if you wanted to drop bass or not, or, or yeah. just, I was just interested in being because people have done it before, play without kickers if they have a good kicker and they don't want to lose them. You know, some <laughs> I would do if, if you know, I had someone like Daniel Carlson, and uh, I didn't want gotcha, to drop anyone gotcha. else.
2: Understood, you know? understood. No, I will be picking up. I don't know if I'm going to drop Bass or not because, you know, kick his ass sea bass gotta have That's, him such, a,
0: that's such a good, like, line, man. <laughs> I didn't want to drop him just so I could say that. Kick his yeah, ass sea
2: bass.
1: <laughs> All right, go ahead, Jordan. Oh, yeah. We'll yeah. This one, I think, is my toughest pick of the week here. I just don't know. I think my X Factor is going to be Kenneth Walker III. I think that's uh, – you have a great – Flex player, flex running back there, Dom. Uh, he's starting to hit his stride, and I think Pete Carroll there, old chewing gum. Pete Carroll's figured out that this guy can act, is actually pretty good at football. Better play him. Uh, as far as the, the W goes, oh, man, uh, it's, it's be interesting to see what you do without Josh Allen. I'm going to go with, with KB just because he has Lamar Jackson that QB production.
0: Fair enough. All right, can, picking against the two dudes so far.
1: Yeah, I oh, know yeah, it hurts. It hurts. It hurts. Does it though?
0: Does it? Does it really? <laughs> All right. Next week we're going to talk about you, Jordan versus Zach. You know Zach's second bye weeks per him, um, <laughs> and Jordan, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about you for a second, and let's talk about uh, you know the elephant in the room, fucking Aaron Rodgers. I, I really, I really hope you're changing that. Um, dude's fucking god awful. Uh, apparently Devontae Adams held him up for the past like four years. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, you said you're going to make some changes. So so may- we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, next, let's talk about, I don't want to talk too much about him just because you might be changing him. De- DeAndre Hopkins. You've been sitting on him for six weeks. You know, I I, you know, I, I made a trade offer for him and didn't even respond, um, which I should put you in the commissioner corners. Just fucking respond to fucking trade, trade offers. It can be yes, no. <laughs> Just don't fucking ignore it. That's so rude. Who taught you? You know what did your parents teach you about manners? So fucking rude. But DeAndre Hopkins he comes back and Hollywood Brown go uh, gets injured, so he doesn't have to compete for targets. Not like he was gonna have to do much. He's going against New Orleans. Marshawn still has not practiced, and it's a Thursday game, so he could be going up against you know the number two cornerback. Uh, set up very nicely for you in a return week. Um I know they said they were if he was going to play, but I think he will. Um, they need they need a victory. They they look like dog shit. Um, so I think he does, I think you get lucky and he he comes back right on schedule. Um, huge, huge pickup for your wide receiver core without a doubt. Um, could change things for your season. And then let's talk about Tony Pollard. So Tony Pollard, he is an efficiency you know maestro. You know, he, he doesn't get volume at all, but he breaks one and he goes against Detroit Lions who are the wor- one of the worst rush defenses in the league. So basically have Zeke who pounds pounds the shit out of out of the fucking uh, defensive line and then fucking Pollard comes up and cleans up the mess. Cuz what I've noticed about Pollard as you watch him play It's either he breaks one off for like 50 or 60 or he goes backwards. I I noticed that while watching Zeke, he's going to get a minimum of three, three yards. And then, you know, then he just grinds it out. Um, I'm hoping that happens again. He doesn't have to grind too much out for fucking the Detroit line. So Tony Pollard could be set up for a nice game because Dallas could have them basically, you know, just running the game out in the second half, which will, Set you set you up nicely. Currently don't have a decent defense. Like I said, you're going to make some moves, but yeah, I would like to point out, you're still playing Taysom Hill over Kyle Pitts who scored a touchdown.
1: <coughs> finally. Yes, he did. Yes, he
0: did. So uh, you could also have Keenan Allen back. That's going to be a question mark. If you put him in, if he plays, but first game back from injury, you know, your call, go ahead. Let's talk about uh, Zach there.
2: All right, Mr. Eli. On his honeymoon right now, kudos to you, my friend. His uh, lineup doesn't have much depth, so we'll see what's going to happen. because He loses Devontae Smith this week on the bipocalypse Apocalypse and the Bills defense, which, if y'all caught it last week, I pretty much told him the bench Bills this uh, last week against Kansas City, and they wound up outscoring the Bengals, who he played against uh, New Orleans. But uh, it wouldn't have made a difference in the outcome. Uh, Garrett Wilson for him is his other starting wide receiver who's going up against Denver and PS2 who just shut down Mike Williams and the Chargers uh, Monday night. So uh, we'll see what he's able to do this week uh, unless he makes some other changes. Uh, We could see a double tight end come back this week if Darren Waller is healthy. So prepare yourself, Mike. I hope so. He really could use uh, DeAndre Swift, who's currently still – his IR list as questionable. I'm not up to date on his uh, injury uh, severeness and if he has a chance to play this week or not. But if not, he's got to uh, probably make a couple moves uh, on the waiver wire or free agency this week uh, in order to put forth uh, a stronger lineup. Jordan?
1: who X-Factor here for my game it will be the quarterback position, Justin Herbert versus whoever I decide to play. It's been well, it's been much talked about. The Aaron Rodgers is a fucking bum. Uh, Whatever he did this offseason, he's never do it again. Quit drinking your goofy juice, whatever it is you do, buddy, because you're just costing me football games left and right. Uh, So, yeah, that's what I expect. With all that said, uh, I do think I take home the win. Uh, I I just, I like, I like my running backs this week. I like DeAndre Hopkins coming back. Um, My team still sucks, but hopefully I guess we got a win here. Just going to pick myself, whatever. (laughs) <laughs> whatever so nonchalant doesn't, whatever
2: doesn't pick us. it's like oh, i guess i pick myself
1: yeah. well I, I can
0: see why he doesn't pick me I'm, I'm literally playing second stringers um so next we have the matchup oh, of the week The matchup juggernauts. two juggernauts you <laughs> got you got <laughs> ollie coming off his his first uh <laughs> loss and then you got desiree i mean uh overman I guess that still works, Desiree Overman, uh, who who's basically powering <laughs> this team to currently yes, a five and one record. Um, so, who did I get? J- I got J- I Jo. I wanted Jo in yeah. on this one. I wanted I wanted to review him. So, Desiree Jo. Um, so, what you got going on is currently a running back one, a rookie running back one who's looking great in Brees Hall, but he is going against Denver. Um, you know, Eckler did pretty decent against them, but that was also because he had 10 fucking receptions off 16 targets. So what can Brees Hall do? I- I'm assuming this is going to be one. Of- I think this game might be worse than the fucking last four Denver games combined. I mean, it's just going to be <laughs> rushing both sides of the fucking ball. Um, the defensive might be might score more than the offenses in this game. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see how Brees Hall does against a lot better defense uh, than the weeks he's currently had. Um, he is going to be without Cooper Cup. And despite Chris Alave being cleared, he is not going to play him, And at least currently what I'm seeing. He is has Alec Pierce against Tennessee. I guess he's going with with the matchup. So Alec Pierce going against Tennessee. Tennessee's not a good uh, pass defense. And he has an eye with Matt Ryan with Horseface. Um, he's doing he, – he, he's got, I believe, eight targets or so in the past few games. He got that nice touchdown this last uh, – he had seven, nine, and six the last – he's always averaging eight eight targets a game um, in the last three since he's come back from that injury. Uh, he's got 80 yards and two, a touchdown and another – and he gets a good defense. I mean, good uh, defensive matchup against him. So it could be a sneaky play. I, I'm not gonna lie; it's it's a good pick, Desiree. And I know that because he fucking texted me. Um, Overman revealed that I was talking to Desiree in a text message about fantasy fucking football on his phone number.
1: Yeah, so, not very smart, Jo. I've, yeah, I've heard multiple Reports that you're uh, you just letting you <laughs> yeah. know very loose lips sink ships over there. So you know I, I can't
0: believe that. So, um, let, and then now let's talk about fucking Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper, um, he is currently wide receiver eleven with Jacoby Brissett at quarterback. He got a touchdown in the last two games. He scored in, uh, what four of six? Um, yeah, he's, he's playing pretty goddamn well. Like, against for a run first team, he's going against Baltimore, who is dog shit on the pass defense as well. So he has some good matchups. Um so let's let's hear how, how he's uh how she uh is gonna face against the juggernaut Ali.
2: Yeah these two five and one this is gonna be a great matchup. I can't wait to see what happens this week uh on Murray's side starting with the namesake Kyler Murray uh has been struggling of late three of the last four games only scoring in the teams uh, gets to face New Orleans this week on Thursday Night Football. We're hoping that's a much better matchup than other primetime games have been as of late. Because uh, I know we we'll are all be tuned into it for sure. Uh, currently a number seven QB on the season, which you drafted Kyler to be better than that. And in a 10-team league, uh, number seven QB, uh, you, you want to get a little more output from that position. Uh, But he does have two of the best running backs in the league, number four running back Christian McCaffrey and the number five running back Leonard Fournette, Uh, going up against each other in real life, uh, Tampa Bay versus Carolina. We'll see. And we know McCaffrey, while Tampa Bay is the number one matchup or most difficult matchup for running backs, we know he's going to get his receptions. And his team is awful. He's the one – shining bright spot, so we'll see if he can do enough for him this week. Interesting enough, he currently has two uh, Detroit wide receivers in his starting lineup, and Amon Ross St. Brown is expected to be back, and Josh Reynolds. We'll see if he keeps that uh, going into Sunday. And, of course, Ramondre Stevenson in his flex position Monday night gets to go against Chicago. Uh, That should be a good matchup uh, for him going into the week. Jordan, how do you see this one shaking out between the, the top two seeds in our league?
1: Oh, man. Like you said, an awesome an awesome matchup here. Uh, my X Factor is going to be Amon Ross, St. Brown. The guy started out hot, and then his, I think I believe he got injured, um, came back against New England did not mm-hmm. have a good day. So what is he going to do against Dallas? Because, oh, uh, don't worry, Murray's going to need him. With that being said, I think Desiree brings him the win, and Desiree, takes the sole number one spot in the league <clears throat> after knocking off ollie uh sorry ollie i hate pick uh, your team is great but desiree is just she knows what she's doing
2: wow wow and matt i need to make a note here real quick is deo has been hiding in plain sight this whole time behind his team name daddy pinocchio desiree is in fact the puppeteer geppetto
1: in this situation no uh, very good Dom. See what you did there very good Dom. it's very, been there the good. whole time yeah very and it's good. been
2: confirmed in person at the eli wedding that she is in fact if not managing his team completely at least uh assisting in free agent acquisitions
1: no 100 percent managing his team 100 percent.
0: nice 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 investigative skills there um <laughs> dom so yeah it, it's it's shown it's the, the <laughs> curtain has been pulled back nope. so now let's look at how jordan has been doing uh dom you, you ready you, you got this at this time i'm gonna be talking about jordan's pick so you don't have to remind me about it all right um jordan again doing better than than 50 last week with three of two um a 3 of 3 of 5 matchups. Well, so he's now at 52%. He's slowly climbing. Look at this. I hope this week you're wrong <laughs> at least for two picks um, my, mine being included. So so yeah, Jordan, congrats. I mean, you know, maybe you should start buying a lottery ticket. Uh nah,
1: wait till I get to the 60s.
0: Okay. All right. <laughs> so, we're going to return to the segment of Mikey B's bad beat. And it's gonna be none other than Chris Meyer.
2: Chris (laughs) Not the turtle.
0: Dude, man, Chris, I feel bad for you, man. It's you have you have a good team. You should not be two and four. You are currently in you are the second highest scoring team, and yet you're two and four. Yep. I believe you have the most points against. He does. You do almost eight hundred. <laughs> yeah, almost eight hundred points. So you just got a bad hand, man. So every week <laughs> you you got you got a bad break. Uh, hopefully you, you turn the ship uh, to the right track this this week. Get back into that winning way. We know you will. Um, when you, you when you score that many points, second highest, and you have the points allowed the most, things typically tend to correct themselves. So. Brighter, brighter days are ahead, man. Just keep your head up. And I know I you gotta I don't, keep I don't... your head up.
2: Oh, oh don't even god. let your head down. God yeah. stop. All right, don't even let your
0: head All right. stop! Stop, We don't want to we don't want to have to pay for stuff. All right, I don't I don't need a goddamn you know Lawsuit. Someone, Andy Andy Grammer coming to me and just saying fucking give me my royalty. Um, god damn. So Chris, <laughs> so Chris. Uh, I know you don't need me to say it. You're gonna be in the playoffs. Uh, I, I'm not. I'm not gonna worry about that. You have a good team, um, mm-hmm. you know. And he, you never know. He might make a deal. He's he brought up the good idea about the waiver.
1: Yeah, he, I love the, the outside the box thinking.
0: If you did not list, look at the text message t- first, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like that's how we communicate right now. I know a lot of people don't respond to it, Richard's. Um, except when they're both talk talk about Jordan, that's the only time. If you look back, that's the only time they, they talk. But uh, you can now include your waiver order in a trade offer, so yeah. it'll be a, it'll be a waiver order swap. Very um, interesting. Now, obviously, that 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 matters on timing. So you know you can't fucking make an offer, have it accepted, and fucking burn your waiver <laughs> waiver, and then have it swap. You gotta time it right. Um, so oh, good thing is we've been pushing trades trades through almost immediately. So that, that's good. So now let's let's get to power rankings. The power rankings changes. Um, at number ten, we still have Evan, even fresh off his victory. We have him at ten. You know, he just he, he just played an you know, inferior opponent. His, his managing is still highly questionable. <clears throat> Um, but you know, I expect him to rise up in the rankings after probably beating me this week. Um, and number nine, we have Jordan. Jordan, you know why you why you did, uh, went down one spot? You lost to Evan. Fuck you. Yeah, you need to make some moves desperately. So, Jordan, get, get fix that. All right. And yeah, number and number eight, we have Zach who is tumbling down the power rankings. I think he's fallen at least four spots in the last two weeks. Um, dude, double tight end, man. You're not even <laughs> using two of them. A-minus um, team. A-minus team. You're not making Jordan look good. You started <laughs> off strong, and now now you're just tumbling, man. You're now 500. Uh, maybe make some moves to, to get, get a little better. And basically 7-6, we have – Two ties here. We have Jason who rises three spots. Uh, that's for taking down the Juggernaut. Um, it's for also just magically knowing who to pick up. Uh, he, he still, your depth is not great. Um, but hey, if you beat Chris, you're definitely rising in the rankings after this. Um, then that would mean that you beat the two top highest scoring teams back to back, and you can't ignore that. And then we have Kurt. Kurt, he made he made some deals, but still has not worked out for him. Um, he, I think he d- does have better depths. He's just been having shitty weeks. You know, he gets Damian Pierce back, he has a good running back core. Um, and Lamar needs uh Bateman to come back to do better, uh, to do because as soon as he went out, he started playing like shit. Next, we have Chris who falls two spots again. Chris, bad break, man. You the only reason you put it this way you're still in the upper top of the power rankings, even at two and four. So. We we respect you still. Don't 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 worry about that. We still respect you. It's just you know you you gotta. I'm sorry. There's there's four teams that are better, um, in our eyes right now. Now we have Dom. Dom, the biggest, the second biggest riser, uh, tied with Jason, uh, up to four. Dom, you know anything you want to say for yourself? I mean, you rose up three spots. I mean, I'm not gonna
2: celebrate now. Uh, I know I was one and three two weeks ago. Um, back to 500, and I knew my luck would turn around. Uh, I like my team. I like my team's depth, and we'll see how it goes going forward. I'm not going to celebrate too much yeah. now.
0: Easily one of the best running back depths. Shit. All right, I'm not going to give you any more props then if you're going to do that shit. Uh, then it's Mike at three who rises <laughs> one spot. Um, I think just because I beat Chris, you know, the transitive property, using Jordan's method of me just going up <laughs> one uh, as soon as I beat him. <laughs> And then you have J.O. at two, or Desiree, I'm sorry, at two, and then Ollie still at one. Uh, I, uh, again, Jordan did say that he put Ollie at two for the uh, first time ever. Uh, but, hey, they, they could be interchangeable. They both have great teams. I think Ollie has the best running back depth closely behind Dom. Any comments y'all want to make?
1: I don't have Not any. I th- I, yeah, I think uh, I think they're pretty fair. I should probably be ranked 11th, but we only have 10 people in the league, luckily. Yeah. So, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I could agree with that. So, now we have our weekly life debate. We're going to be, we're going to get seasonal on on your asses. Uh, The draft (laughs) is best Halloween candy. Jordan with the first pick, Dom with second, and I rounded out with third. So,
1: Jordan, first pick. (sighs) Tough one here. Again, I love the weekly picks. So I've got. I went with. uh, I'm going. I went with Kit Kat bar. Give me a break. Give me a break. Break me off a piece of that Kit Kat bar, Mike. All right. It's just. It's a staple. It's been a staple Halloween candy for as long as I've been alive. As long as I've been trick or treating. Uh, Yes, I do still trick or treat at 33 years old. Give me that candy. I just actually steal it from kids now. But anyway, uh, I just think Kit Kat bar, you know, <laughs> it's just it, the satisfaction, of breaking that little, breaking off a piece of that Kit Kat bar there. Uh, the chocolate, the, the wafer, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it's just, it, you just can't go wrong. Sorry, I went chalk, but Kit Kat bar. No, is I would point. not say
0: that's chalk, but you went chalk. Oh, oh, God. There we <laughs> <So> who's, go. <laughs> <laughs> who's the dads in this fucking.
1: Oh, <laughs> there mean... we go. We all, a
0: bad fucking dad joke. Oh, <laughs> all right. It's a good pick. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say you know it's chalk, but it's still a really good pick. Dom, what do you got it to?
2: Uh, I have a quick question though. Uh, before we move on to number two, for Kit Kat, Jordan, how do you eat your Kit Kat? Do you break it apart and then do one at a time, or is there a different way you go about it?
1: Oh, one at a time. I'm not a savage. Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure only serial killers just bite yeah. If good. you like bite into the whole Kit Kat bar at once, I mean, so, you're definitely a no. like foot fetish guy or something.
2: Yeah, and maybe some kind of other guy. Not a serial killer, but in general, I like to break it off. But then I I nibble off the chocolate off of all the edges, and then oh, eat the killer? wafer layers one by one.
1: No, you're definitely a serial killer. dude. What is yeah. wrong okay. with you, man? Yeah, all right. <laughs> All right, all that's right. Dom, Dom, all right, Dom. Pick your pick. I don't want to hear. I want
0: I do not want to hear about, dude. All right, go ahead.
2: All right, this is definitely a chalk pick. Uh, Reese's,
0: all mm, varieties.
2: Fuck. They usually come in a pumpkin shape for Halloween. And come Christmas time, they come in an egg. Those somehow just taste a little bit better. but You can get them in the cups. You can get the mini cups. Even a slight more variety with the Reese's pieces uh may technically count as another pick but the reese's in general the chocolate peanut butter and it comes in the orange package which also matches the season of halloween couldn't pass it up reese's
0: i uh, not gonna lie that was my pick fuck i thought, oh, oh, stole shit. it
1: a solid a very solid pick so i could see why that was my second place honorable mention Ah oh, man that
0: was my fucking pick uh but, you know, no, the, the fucking pumpkins, like you, like you said, the seasonal pumpkins, the Easter egg, all those seasonal ones, they, they put a little more peanut butter in it. So it's just like that much better. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you eat that differently? Do you suck off all the chocolate and just like nibble on the fucking peanut butter? Psycho? Oh, uh, no.
2: No, that's just straight, straight
1: down the go. <laughs> oh, Dom, you absolute, you absolute lunatic. I, can't, I would have not told anybody that. <laughs> yeah, dude. So
2: you... Well, now the world knows. Oh, oh, now,
1: no. All right, Tom. Next time we hang out at the game, <laughs> stay six feet away from me.
0: <laughs> okay. So, have uh, my no. my pick, um, my pick is going to be uh, Snickers. Yeah. Good mixture of you know you got the caramel, you got the chocolate, you got peanuts, you get, nuts. I mean, you you got you gotta love it, man. It satisfies that hunger. Um, even the little, you know, you just get four little ones is like a big one, unless you got the rich neighborhood who gives you the full size candy bars, um, oh, yeah. which, you know, I don't know if anybody lives that large around here yet. Oh yeah, I do. Are you doing it? Are you are you gonna get some? Oh, I'm not.
2: But the neighborhood I live in, everyone else gives out big, big candy bars. But Damn. no, I'm I'm not that guy yet.
0: All right. Well, all right. So any <laughs> I, I, my first honorable mention is M and Ms. I mean especially on the Halloween side, that's probably your be- best bang for your buck in terms of when you get one. I mean, th- mm-hmm. they don't put like three fucking things in there, like other, other, you know, fun size candy bars or fun size uh, candy. They actually fill that up a little bit. So m mm-hmm. ms was kind of my, I was torn between Snickers and then since you took my Reese's pick.
1: Yeah. I, uh. so I have a not honorable mention here, but just maybe a hot take. I don't like uh, Snickers. Not a fan. All right, well, mm. it's not my never been my thing, but he like just the dick,
2: <laughs>
1: something like that. Yeah, there you go. Thanks, Dom. Why don't you just go munching <laughs> your stuff to talk off the Kit Kat bar there? Psycho.
0: <laughs> that is that, that you know, know it's it's not all right. It's not our argument. I mean, I mean we can I all agree that fucking Necco is the worst. Necco oh, wavers. No
1: or, uh or hey if you give hey if you give out tootsie rolls or or candy corn for Halloween Fuck you straight to jail go to jail <laughs> anyone listening on here go to jail if you give out that candy terrible they, they, terrible. they were all
0: made in the 1920s
1: yeah, yeah <laughs> it's still like literally still it's from the 20s still yeah. get out of here with that crappy ca- crappy candy <laughs> um all right my honorable
2: mention is gonna be a classic I don't even know if, it's not very uh widely distributed you don't see it much honestly these days. But the spree candy.
1: Ooh. Do I remember spree? Mm, yeah. yeah, those yeah. are good. Sneaky yeah. little one. They get some points back there, yeah, Dom. Yeah, yeah. Do you suck like yeah, yeah. the hard candy coat <laughs> off the top? Oh yeah, suck it real good. Okay, there you go. There we go. Oh my god! There you always
2: go. you always expect me to have bad picks, and then you are always like, oh my god, Dom, that was a great pick.
0: Uh, uh, yeah. You know, every now, yeah, every now yeah. and then, you know. <laughs> You know, L- like 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 they say, a broken clock is is right twice a day. So yeah, you know,
1: blind squirrel finds a nut. Yeah.
0: All right, guys. Well, you know, good week, and uh, good luck to everybody, especially my fucking my B squad. Um, I'm gonna need it. So, got any closing oh, words?
1: This time next week, I'll be a daddy. Joining yep. joining you, Mikey B. Just about to say it, dude. Oh yeah. Congrats.
0: Hope yep. everything Thank goes. You. Hope everything goes well. Baby and mom
1: happy. You,
0: on the other hand, I really don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> just know that get ready for some lack of sleep. I will say, like, probably the first few nights are not too bad. Um, but, dude, it gets... <laughs> Catches <laughs> up. Dude, last night... Whew, uh, I- I'll save you. I'll let you experience it firsthand. But, I, in, fact, during, in fact, during this fucking thing, I could hear Zara down there just wailing. Probably was like, what uh, the fuck? Get, uh, get done, damn it. So that's all right. So yeah, I'll get I'll get to editing after I go and take care of the all all the that and hopefully I can get her da- back down. But yeah, congrats. Hope everything goes well and uh
1: you know
0: keep your fucking son away from my daughter.
1: All right. Thanks, boys. You got right. it, Mike. Later, man. Later dudes. Later.